Éxodo 32, versículo 1 al 8. Al ver los israelitas que Moisés tardaba en bajar del monte, fueron a reunirse con Aarón y le dijeron, tienes que hacernos dioses que marchen al frente de nosotros, porque a ese Moisés que nos sacó de Egipto no sabemos qué pudo haberle pasado. Aarón le respondió, quítenle a sus mujeres los aretes de oro y también a sus hijos e hijas y tráiganmelos. Todos los israelitas se quitaron los aretes de oro que llevaban puestos y se los llevaron a Aarón. Quien los recibió, los fundió, luego los cinceló, cinceló el oro fundido e hizo un ídolo en forma de becerro. Entonces exclamó el pueblo, Israel, aquí tienes a tus dioses que te sacaron de Egipto. Exodus 32, 1-8 When the people saw that Moses delayed to come down from the mountain, the people gathered themselves together to Aaron and said to him, Up, make us gods who shall go before us. As for this Moses, the man who brought us out of the land of Egypt, we don't know what has become of him. So Aaron said to them, Take off the rings of gold that are in the ears of your wives, your sons, your daughters, and bring them to me. So all the people took off the rings of gold that were in their ears and brought them to Aaron. And he received the gold from their hand and fashioned it with a graving tool and made a golden calf. And they said, These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. Versículo 5, cuando Aarón vio esto, construyó un altar enfrente del becerro y anunció, mañana haremos fiesta en honor del Señor. En efecto, al día siguiente los israelitas madrugaron y presentaron holocaustos y sacrificios de comunión. Luego, el pueblo se sentó a comer, a beber y se entregó al desenfreno. Entonces, el Señor le dijo a Moisés, baja, porque ya se ha corrompido el pueblo que sacaste de Egipto. Demasiado pronto se han apartado del camino que les ordené seguir. Pues no solo han fundido oro y se han hecho un ídolo en forma de becerro, sino que se han inclinado ante él. Le han ofrecido sacrificios, han declarado, Israel, aquí tienes a tu Dios que te sacó de Egipto. When Aaron saw this, he built an altar before it, and Aaron made a proclamation and said, Tomorrow shall be a feast to the Lord. And they rose up early the next day and offered burnt offerings and brought peace offerings. And the people sat down to eat and rose up to play. And the Lord said to Moses, Go down, for your people who you, whom you brought up out of the land of Egypt have corrupted themselves. They have turned aside quickly out of the way that I commanded them. They have made for themselves a golden calf and have worshipped it and sacrificed to it and said, These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. Oramos. Let's pray. Padre, te doy gracias porque uh, tu palabra es verdad. Lord, I thank you that your word is truth. Gracias por Jesús, por su sacrificio en la cruz y porque a través de él tenemos libertad. Thank you for Jesus, for his sacrifice on the cross and that through him we have freedom. Te ruego que hoy nos hables a nuestro corazón, Señor. I pray that you would speak to our heart today, Lord. Que tu voz sea muy, muy clara. That your voice would be very clear. Y que nuestra obediencia esté lista para ser entregada a ti. And that our obedience would be ready to be given to you. En Cristo Jesús. In Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. ¿Te puedes sentar? You may take a seat. Quiero que uh, pienses en esta frase durante nuestro sermón. I want you to think about this, this quote throughout the sermon. El corazón humano es una fábrica de ídolos. The human heart is an idol factory. Juan Calvino dijo esto. John Calvin was the one who said this. El corazón humano es una fábrica de ídolos. The human heart is an idol factory. Muchas veces no sabemos qué hacer con nuestra libertad. 
A lot of times we don't know what to do with our freedoms. Cuando yo estaba en la preparatoria en el último año para ir a la universidad, tuve la oportunidad de estar en un equipo de básquetbol del estado de Sonora. When I was a senior in high school, uh, I was uh, I had the opportunity to be on a a basketball team representing the state of Sonora. Y teníamos un entrenador y a las semanas llegó un entrenador de Cuba. And we we had our own uh, local coach and and uh, after we started the season a, a coach uh, came in from Cuba. Este hombre había jugado para las Olimpiadas. And this this uh, coach had played in the Olympics before. Este hombre no fue esclavo en 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 Cuba, pero vivió oprimido toda su vida. And this man he he wasn't a he hadn't been a slave in Cuba, but he had lived under oppression his whole life. No tenía de libertad para comprar lo que quería, no tenía libertad para ir donde quería. He didn't live uh, growing up with the freedom to to buy whatever he wanted or or go wherever he wanted. Así que él estaba muy emocionado de vivir en México. So he was very excited to be able to live in Mexico. Por dos semanas estuvimos aprendiendo de él y él siempre se veía muy contento. And so we were learning uh, from his coaching for two weeks and, and he was always very, very happy. A las dos semanas él recibió su primer pago por parte del gobierno. And uh, two weeks after that he received his first paycheck from the government. Y él se dio cuenta que podía comprar todo lo que quería. And he realized that he could buy anything he wanted. Así que compró todo su dinero en cerveza. And so he bought, uh, he spent his whole paycheck on beer. La cerveza no se quedó ahí. And the beer didn't just sit there. Él empezó a tomar y tomar y tomar. And he started drinking and drinking and drinking. Empezó a llegar a nuestros entrenamientos con aliento alcohol, después borracho y después muy borracho. Uh, he started showing up uh, uh, first of all with uh, just smelling a little bit like alcohol, and then and then later he was drunk when he showed up, and then he was he was sloppy drunk when he showed up. Para el cuarto día ese hombre estaba de regreso en Cuba. Uh, after four days of that, he was on a plane back to Cuba. Ese hombre no supo qué hacer con su libertad. Uh, that the man did not know what to do with his freedom. No tenía ni idea qué responsabilidad era ser libre. He didn't have any idea of what it meant to be responsible. With Tenía freedom. todo un futuro por crecer en ese país que le daba la libertad de trabajar y comprar y comer y, y disfrutar y todo lo perdió. He had a great future ahead of him in, in a country where he had a lot more freedom than he was used to and and he didn't uh, know how to handle it and so he he lost it. Hace dos semanas te decía que libertad no es no tener un señor o un amo que te diga qué hacer o qué no hacer. Uh, two weeks ago we talked about how freedom doesn't mean that you don't have someone to, to tell you what to do and what not to do. Libertad es tener el amo y el Señor correcto. True freedom is having the correct Lord and Savior. Israel llevaba 100 días que habían sido libres, que habían sido sacados de la esclavitud de Egipto. By this point in our story, Israel had been free from Egypt for about 100 days. Y al no saber qué hacer con su libertad. And they started to realize that they, we start to see that they didn't know what to do with their new freedoms. Mostraron su rebeldía. They, they started to show their rebellion. Mostraron su idolatría. They started to show their idolatry. Mostraron su desobediencia and, a Dios. And they started to show their disobedience to God. La desobediencia a Dios por parte de sus hijos siempre requiere disciplina. Disobedience to God always, or sorry, obedience to God. Obedience to God always requires discipline. Uh, y la desobediencia no te permite crecer espiritualmente. Disobedience 
doesn't allow you to grow spiritually. Al contrario, te impide crecer. Uh, on the contrary, when you disobey, you you stop growing. En la historia que llevamos de Israel, hemos visto como una y otra vez y otra vez desobedecen una y otra vez. In the story of Israel, we see how they they disobey over and over and over again. Y cuando creemos que están experimentando más la presencia de Dios, los milagros de Dios, la provisión de Dios, nuevamente vuelven a desobedecer. And just when we think that they're they're in the greatest place they could be where they're seeing God's miracles and and living with God's presence, we see them disobey again. En la ley de Moisés, que Dios le da a Moisés, se nos dice una y otra vez que la clave para el gozo de Dios y la bendición de Dios es la obediencia. In the law of Moses, we see it over and over again that the key to to God's blessing and and joy living with God the key to joy is obedience. Entonces por qué conformarnos con menos? So why do we uh, why do we settle for less? Si solo confiáramos en él y lo obedeciéramos tendríamos su bendición. If we only would listen to God and obey him we would have his blessing. Este pasaje es a la par de lo que estábamos enseñando la semana pasada. This message goes along with what we were teaching last week. La semana pasada el pastor Chris nos enseñaba cómo Moisés estaba recibiendo todos los planes para el tabernáculo allá en el monte Sinaí. Last week we heard about how Moses was receiving all of the plans for the tabernacle from God uh, while he was on Mount Sinai. La presencia de Dios había bajado al monte Sinaí y Moisés estaba recibiendo la ley y los planes del tabernáculo. God's presence had descended onto Mount Sinai and Moses was up in God's presence receiving the law and receiving the plans for the tabernacle. Al finalizar los 40 días es cuando tenemos esta historia triste del pueblo de Israel. And at the end of the 40 days that Moses was up on the mountain is when this sad story about uh, the people of Israel happens. Y si volteamos a la historia de Israel, nos damos cuenta que por 400 años habían sido esclavos. When we look back on the story of what Israel had lived through up to this point, we see that for generations, for 400 years, they had been enslaved. No tenían libertad. De lunes a domingo tenían que trabajar. They didn't have any freedoms at all. From from Monday to Sunday, they were working for the Egyptians. Y 40 días, 40 días no pudieron esperar antes de cometer esta tontería. And after being enslaved for 400 years, they couldn't even wait 40 days uh, to for for God um, before they um, committed this this foolishness. 40 días se les hizo un mundo de espera. 40 days was uh, forever for them to wait. 40 días libres y no sabes qué hacer con tu libertad. 40 days of, of freedom and they didn't know what to do with with their freedom. Lo primero que vemos en el capítulo 32 es su desobediencia. What we see in chapter 32 the first thing is their disobedience. Dios había sido claro con ellos de que no crearan ninguna imagen que les representara. God had been very clear to them that they should not create any image that represented him. Pero Israel, Israel quería lo que los otros pueblos paganos querían. But Israel wanted to have the things that the other pagan 
uh, people around them had. Ellos querían un Dios visible. They wanted a God who they could see. Ellos querían hacer lo que hacía el mundo. They wanted to do the same things that the people around them were doing. Así que construyen este becerro y no solo lo construyen y lo alaban, sino que le dan gracias por haberlo sacado de Egipto. And so they build this this golden calf and, and they don't only, only build it, but they start praising it and sacrificing to it and thanking it for getting them out of Egypt. Versículo 5 dice, haremos fiesta en honor del Señor. In verse 5 it says, there shall be a feast to the Lord. Todavía le ponen el nombre del Señor a este becerro. They, they give the name of the Lord to this calf. Ahora la historia no queda aquí. So the story doesn't end here. Y podemos ver la intercesión por parte de Moisés. And we see that Moses intercedes for the, the people. Moisés estaba con Dios allá en el monte Sinai. Moses was up on the mountain in God's presence. Y Dios le dice a Moisés, le amenaza que iba a destruir a este pueblo desobediente. And God tells Moses that he's going to destroy this disobedient people. Versículo 10, yo voy a descargar mi ira sobre ellos y los voy a destruir. Verse 10, God says, that my wrath may burn hot against them and that I may consume them. Entonces Dios le ofrece a Moisés una gran propuesta. So God offers Moses this, this incredible proposal. Le dice Moisés, a través de ti de tu descendencia voy a ser un pueblo nuevo. He says Moses, through you and your descendants I will make a new people. Moisés dice, no, no. And Moses says, no, I don't think you want to do that, God. Yo no quiero eso. I don't want that. Así que Moisés le dice a Dios, acuérdate que tú nos sacaste de Egipto. So Moses said to, says to God, remember that you brought us out of Egypt. Somos libres por ti. We are free because of you. ¿Qué van a pensar los egipcios que nos sacaste al desierto para matarnos? What will the Egyptians think if they, they realize that you brought us out to the desert just to kill us. Dios, acuérdate de tus promesas que le hiciste a Israel. God, remember the promises that you made to Israel. Que tú ibas a ser, que tú ibas a ser fiel con tu pueblo. That you would be faithful to your people. Dios convence, ah, perdón, Moisés convence a Dios. And Moses convinces God. Así que restablece la comunión con, con su pueblo otra vez. And God reestablishes the communion, the fellowship with his people. Versículo 14, el Señor se calmó y desistió de hacerle a su pueblo el daño que le habían sentenciado. Verse 14 says, And the Lord relented from the disaster that he had spoken of bringing on his people. Israel merecía haber sido destruido. Israel deserved to be destroyed. Moisés debe haber dicho, Sí, Dios, acábalos. And, and Moses maybe should have said, uh, Lord, go ahead and, and finish them. Pero Moisés tenía un corazón para su pueblo y él intercedió por su pueblo y Dios le escuchó. But Moses had a heart for his people and he interceded for them and God listened to him. Ahora aunque Dios estuvo dispuesto a perdonar, alguien tenía que recibir disciplina por esto. So even though God was willing to to forgive his people, someone had to be punished for for this wrongdoing. Tenían que haber uh, tenían que recibir el castigo por su desobediencia. The people had to receive punishment for their disobedience. Moisés estaba en la montaña y él empieza a bajar y empieza a ver cómo está este becerro de oro y hay danzas y hay música porque están alabando este becerro. Moses starts coming down from the mountain and he sees that uh, the people are are dancing and worshiping this golden calf. Y se enoja Moisés, recuerda que eh, la semana pasada Dios le da las dos tablas o las tablas de los mandamientos. 
And Moses is, is enraged by this. And, and if you remember, uh, last week we read about how God gave Moses these two stone tablets with the law. Y estas tablas Dios las había escrito con su propio dedo. And God had written on these tablets with his own finger. Así que era algo especial. And so these were something special. Pero Moisés se enoja tanto por lo que está pasando que quebra esas tablas. And Moses, however, is so so enraged and so angry about what the people has done that he breaks these tablets. No solo quebra las tablas, pero va y destruye a este becerro, lo derrite en, en el fuego y, y el polvo que queda, lo pone en el agua y se lo da a Israel para que se tome esa agua. And Moses goes to, to this calf, he melts it down and crushes it into dust mixes the dust with water and makes the people drink the, the water. Después Moisés se dirige hacia el que estaba encargado. Then Moses goes uh, and, and addresses the, the person who was supposed to be in charge. Aarón, ¿qué pasó? Uh, Aaron, his brother, he says, what happened? ¿Cómo es que te involucraste con el pecado del pueblo? How did you let this happen and how did you get involved with the sin of, the, of these people? Aarón dice, no, 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 espérame, espérame. Yo no me involucré. And Aaron says, hang on a minute, this wasn't any of my idea. Ellos me involucraron. They were the ones that got me involved. Ellos me dieron el oro y yo lo tiré al fuego y salió el becerro. They gave me all their gold and I threw the gold into the fire and this this calf came out. Es como cuando vas a la cocina y te encuentras a tu hijo todo embarrado de chocolate. It's kind of like when you when you go to the kitchen and you see uh, one of your children and their face is covered in chocolate. Tengo dos, no voy a decir cuál. I have two children, I won't tell you which one it was. <laughs> ¿Quién se comió el chocolate? Who ate the chocolate? Yo no fui. It wasn't me. Toda la cara embarrada. But his, his face had chocolate all over it. <laughs> se te quedan viendo así como que. And he no was no just looking at, like, looking at me like, I don't know, what happened? <laughs> ¿Y ese chocolate? <laughs> no sé. Abrí la puerta y ¡pum! Me brincó el chocolate. <laughs> and how did you get chocolate on your face? Oh, well, I, I opened the cabinet door and, and chocolate fell out on it. Aaron <laughs> dice, yo no sé. So Aaron says something similar. He says, I don't know how this calf came, came to be. El pueblo, Aaron. El pueblo, Moisés. The, the people, they, they're the ones that did it. El becerro es el culpable. The, the calf is the one who, who is, is at fault. Aaron, no vemos por ninguna parte que reconoce a este punto su pecado. We don't see Aaron recognize his sin at any point in this story. Aaron pensó que si, harían, si hacían este becerro de oro y le ponían el nombre del Señor, Dios iba a estar contento con él. Aaron must have thought, or, or he, he seems like he thought, that if he, he made this calf and he, and he called it the name of the Lord, that the, that the Lord must, uh, would have been happy with him. El problema con este supuesto milagrito es que Dios había sido claro que él no quería imágenes para él. The, the problem with this supposed miracle is that God had been very clear that no images should be made. Las, las normas divinas de Dios son bien claras. The, the divine laws of God are, are very clear. Así que hubo un juicio decretado. So there was a, a judgment that was passed. Versículo, capítulo 32, versículo 26 y 28. In uh, chapter 32, verses 26 through 28. Se puso, este es Moisés, se puso a la entrada del campamento y dijo, todo el que esté de parte del Señor que pase a mi lado. Y se le unieron todos los levitas. Entonces le dijo Moisés, el Señor Dios de Israel ordena lo siguiente. Ciñase cada uno la espada y recorra todo el campamento de un extremo al otro 
y mate al que se ponga enfrente, sea hermano, amigo o vecino. Los levitas hicieron lo que les mandó Moisés y aquel día mataron como a tres mil israelitas. Then Moses stood at the gate of the camp and said, Who is on the Lord's side? Come to me. And all the sons of Levi gathered around him. And he said to them, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, Put your sword on your side, each of you, and go to and fro from the gate from gate to gate throughout the camp. And each of you kill his brother and his companion and his neighbor. And the sons of Levi did according to the word of Moses. And that day about 3,000 men of the people fell. ¿Qué pasó aquí? So what happened here? ¿Qué no hemos hablado que Dios tiene amor y misericordia? Haven't we been talking about how God has love and mercy? ¿Cómo es que permite algo así? How does God allow something like this? Moisés observa la conducta desenfrenada. Lo que estaba pasando ante el becerro era algo desenfrenado. Moses observes this, this uh, um, attitude of the people that was, that was unhinged and, and he, he saw how they were acting in, in overt rebellion against God. Y él Hace el grupo de los que son fieles, de los que no habían participado. And so he gathers to himself the, the people that were still faithful to the Lord, the people that had not participated in this sin. Y les da la orden de parte de Dios de eliminar aquellos que habían participado. And he gives them the order uh, that came from God to, to eliminate the people that had participated. Aquellos que habían alabado, aquellos que habían sido parte de este desenfreno al becerro. The people that had worshipped and had been part of this, this unhinged behavior uh, with the calf. Moisés, el día siguiente, le dice a Dios, ¿Sabes qué, Dios? Bórrame de tu libro. No quiero estar en tu libro. No merezco estar en tu libro. The next day, Moses goes to God and says, You know what, God? Erase me from your book. I, I don't want to be part of your story. Dios le dice a Moisés, Tú vas a estar en mi libro, pero aquellos que han desobedecido claramente no van a estar en mi libro. And God says to Moses, you're going to be part of my book and part of this story, but the people that have disobeyed and, and clearly been in rebellion against me, they will not be. Dios prometió darle muerte a los culpables para preservar a su nación. God put to death the people who were guilty to maintain the integrity of his people. Para preservar su nación. To preserve his nation. ¿Qué haces cuando una fruta está podrida? What do you do when you have uh, one rotten fruit? Tienes a todas las manzanas muy bonitas y una está en medio podrida totalmente. If you, if you have a bunch of apples and, and one of them starts to rot. ¿Qué empieza a hacer esa manzana? What does that apple start doing to the other apples? Empieza a podrir a las otras. It starts rotting the other ones around it. Y se empiezan a podrir. And they all start rotting. Tienes que agarrar esa manzana y tirarla. You have to take the rotten one out and throw it away. Para proteger el resto de las manzanas. To protect the rest of the apples. Dios estaba protegiendo a su pueblo. Dios estaba preservando a su pueblo. God was doing this to, to preserve his people, to, to maintain the, the integrity of his people. Pero la historia no queda ahí. But the story still doesn't end there. Y en el capítulo 33 vemos que Dios empieza a trabajar en la restauración con su pueblo nuevamente. And in chapter 33 we see how God starts to restore his people back to himself. El pueblo tenía que enfrentar las consecuencias y la disciplina de parte del Señor. 
the people has to face the consequences and uh, the punishment that the Lord is, is, is bringing to them. ¿Por qué? Why is that? Hebreos 12, 6 nos da la respuesta. Hebrews 12, 6 gives us the answer. Porque el Señor al que ama disciplina y azota a todo el que recibe por hijo. Because the Lord disciplines the one he loves and chastises every son whom he receives. Cuando recibimos disciplina de parte de Dios es porque nos está amando. When we receive discipline from God it's because he's showing us his love. Si tú tienes hijos y no los disciplinas sinceramente no les estás mostrando amor. If you have children and you don't discipline them you really are, are you have a lack of, of love for them. Y es bien difícil porque te ponen la carita de, no, yo no fui. And it's, it's hard to discipline your children because they, they always have such a, such a cute little face when, when they are sad about doing something. Y te gustaría que todo el tiempo estuvieran corriendo y, y, y riéndose y que fueran súper felices. And you really want them to, to be running around and be happy and, and, and joyful all the time. Pero la disciplina es parte de su crecimiento, es parte de las normas que Dios les da y, y la guianza que le estás dando para que en verdad tu hijo o tu hija sea feliz. But discipline is part of the love and the guidance that, that you give to your children as parents. And in the same way, God loves us through His discipline. Y la disciplina viene del papá y de la mamá si están juntos. ¿eh? And discipline should come from both, both uh, mom and dad, if, especially if they're together. Pero entonces, en nuestra historia, volvamos a nuestra historia, Dios amenaza al pueblo con quitar su presencia del medio de ellos. Going back to our story, God threatens to, to punish his people by taking away his presence from them. Vamos a ponernos otra vez, dijo, a caminar hacia la tierra prometida, no más que yo ya no voy a ir con ustedes, ahora mi ángel va a ir con ustedes. God says, you know what? You guys can keep going towards the promised land. I'm, I'm not going to go with you. I'll send one of my angels. Por su rebeldía, yo ya no puedo estar con ustedes. Because you've rebelled against me, I can't be with you anymore. Entonces, ¿qué hizo el pueblo? So what do the people do? <laughs> they start whining. <laughs> oh, no. ¿Por qué, Dios? Why, God? ¿Por qué me dejas solo? Why do you leave me alone? El pueblo empieza a llorar porque ahora sí se dan cuenta de que Dios... Está en serio y su santidad es seria y su disciplina es seria. The people cry out to God because they now realize that God is, is serious about His holiness, about His, his law, and, and about His, his uh, commandments. Entonces Moisés uh, tampoco le gusta esta idea. Moses doesn't like this idea either. Y hace una carpa que le llama la carpa de la reunión afuera del pueblo. So Moses puts up a tent uh, called the tent of meeting and he, he, he builds this tent outside uh, of the camp. Y cuando Moisés entraba esa carpa, bajaba la presencia de Dios en forma de nube y se quedaba en la puerta. And so whenever Moses went into the tent, uh, God's presence would come down on that tent. Entonces ellos podían hablar. And so that's where Moses could meet and talk with God. Y el pueblo de Israel se quedaba alrededor pero no se quedaban viendo, se postraban y empezaban a adorar y alabar a Dios. And the people of Israel would, would surround the tent and they wouldn't be able to, to look at the presence of God, but they would be um, with their faces to the ground worshiping God. Ahora sí vemos al pueblo de Dios más comprometido, ¿verdad? And so now we see that the 
the people of God are, are more committed to him. Se dieron cuenta que Dios es serio. They realized that he was being serious when he told them all these laws. Que no estaba jugando. That he wasn't just playing around. Así que Moisés va y le dice a Dios, Dios, si tú no vienes con nosotros, esto del ángel no me gusta mucho, pero si tú no vienes con nosotros, yo tampoco voy. Moses says to God, you know what, I don't like this plan of you just sending an angel with us. If, if you don't go with us, I'm not going either. No lo conozco a este ángel, no sé quién es, y no quiero ir si tú no vienes con nosotros. I don't know this angel, I, I've, I've never met him before, I don't want to go if you're not with us. ¿Por qué? Porque el trato había sido directo entre Dios y su pueblo. Why? It's because the agreement had always been between God and his people. Y la diferencia entre el pueblo de Dios y cualquier otra nación del mundo es que la presencia de Dios estaba con ellos. And the difference between God's people and the rest of the people in the world was that God's presence was with his people. Así que Dios le responde a Moisés y le dice, está bien Moisés, yo voy a ir con ustedes nuevamente. So God answers Moses and says, okay Moses, I will go with you again. Y le, le menciona dos cosas bastante interesantes. And God mentions uh, two very interesting things here. Es en el versículo, el capítulo 33, versículo 17, tienes mi favor y te considero mi amigo. God says to Moses in, in uh, chapter 33, verse 17, um, you have my favor and you are my friend. Moisés dijo, okay. And Moses says, oh, okay. <laughs> Entonces te voy a pedir algo. So if that's the case, I'm going to ask you something else. Quiero que me reveles toda tu gloria. I want you to show me all of your glory. Dios le dice a Moisés, no es posible. And God says to Moses, that's not possible. Revelarte toda mi gloria te consumiría al instante. Revealing all of my glory to you would consume you in an instant. Pero te dije que eras mi amigo. But, but you said you were my friend, God. Así que voy a hacer algo por ti. So God says he will do, he will do something for Moses. Yo creo que fue un favor muy especial de parte de Moisés pedirle a Dios, muéstrame tu gloria. I think it was very uh, bold of Moses to, to ask of this favor of God to show him his glory. Dios le dice a Moisés, ahí hay una, una roca que tiene un hoyo, uh, te pones ahí y cuando yo voy a pasar, voy a poner mi mano, voy a cruzar, y una vez que he cruzado, voy a quitar mi mano y vas a poder ver mi espalda. So God says there's, there's a, uh, a cave or a little crevice in, in the rock over there. You go hide in there. I'm, I'm going to put my hand over it. I'm going to pass by, and when I'm when I have my back to you, I'll take away my hand, and you can see what's left of my glory. Qué privilegio de Moisés, verdad? What a privilege that Moses had to be Ver able to see this. La presencia de Dios, la espalda de Dios. To have seen not only the presence of God, but the actual glory, the the back of the glory of God. En nuestro último capítulo, el capítulo 34, vemos la confirmación del pacto de Dios. In the last chapter, we're going over today, chapter 34, we see that the covenant is confirmed. Una vez resuelto el problema de la disciplina y la desobediencia, Dios renueva su pacto con ellos. After this issue with the obedient, disobedience, and, and the, and the uh, punishment that's a result of it, God reaffirms His covenant with His people. Yo voy a ir con ustedes. I'm going to go with you, he says. Así que Moisés ahora tiene que preparar otra vez las tablas y ahora él tiene que recibir la instrucción y él tiene que escribir estas tablas nuevamente. So Moses once again receives the, the stone tablets with the law from God. 
Pero Moisés las escribe ahora. But this time Moses is the one who, who writes the law on the tablets. Ahí estaba con su piedrita, su mantillita. You can imagine Moses there with his little chisel and hammer. And ding, 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 ding. Moisés, en el capítulo 34, vemos cómo uh, se asombra de la misericordia y la fidelidad de Dios con su pueblo. We see how Moses um, is amazed at, the, at God's faithfulness to his people. Cómo Dios nuevamente les da su presencia y les da nuevamente la ley y sus planes para seguir adelante con lo que ya estaba establecido. How God once again gives the people his presence and his law and reestablishes the covenant that he made with them. Moisés nuevamente sube a la montaña Sinaí, al monte Sinaí y pasa otros 40 días ahí, y en esos 40 días la Biblia nos dice que ni tomó agua, ni comió pan, simplemente estaba recibiendo la ley de parte de Dios. Moses once again went up to the mountain and, and was there for another 40 days and it, it says that uh, he didn't drink any water or eat anything but just received the law from God. En esta ocasión cuando Moisés desciende del monte Sinaí, su rostro uh, estaba resplandeciente. And whenever Moses came back down from the mountain, uh, this time it says that his face was glowing. El haber estado en comunión con Dios había hecho que su rostro resplandeciera tanto de manera que tuvieron que cubrirle la cara a Moisés. His, his face had such a, a bright glow on it from, from the remnants of, of uh, being in God's presence and in, in God's glory that, that he had to wear a veil over his face to protect the people from looking at it. Yo creo que eso debería ser verdad para nosotros también. I think that should be true of us as well. Cuando nosotros tenemos una comunión de tal manera que Dios se revela a nosotros, nuestro rostro, nuestra cara, nuestras actitudes deberían de brillar a las personas que están alrededor. When we have uh, such a close communion with God, our, our face should show that we are uh, in God's presence. Y deberíamos tener una cara amable, sonriente. No estoy diciendo que no, que no tengamos problemas porque vivimos en un mundo de pecado, pero sabemos en quién Está puesta nuestra fe. We should have a, a kind face and, and a smiling face because we are God's children and we have that close relationship with God. I'm, I'm not saying that, that we won't have any problems or, or reasons to, to, to have other facial expressions, but, but that should be the norm for people that are following God. Te decía al principio que el corazón humano es una fábrica de ídolos. I told you at the beginning that, that the human heart is a idol factory. Y esta frase es interesante porque Calvino apunta al corazón como la fuente del pecado y no al ídolo en sí. And it's interesting that, that John Calvin identifies uh, the human heart as the source of this sin and, and not necessarily the idol itself. Porque no todos los ídolos son pecaminosos. Uh, so why aren't all idols sinful? Hay unos que claramente son pecaminosos y son un ídolo para nosotros. There are there are some that are clearly sinful and and they can be idols for anyone. Pornografía o la lujuria, cosas así, claro que son pecado, pero a veces están como ídolos para nosotros también. Uh, there's there's lust and and pornography, things that are clearly sinful uh, that that sometimes can become idols for us. Pero a veces tenemos ídolos que en sí no tiene pecado a lo que estamos idolatrando. 
Sometimes there are uh, we make idols out of things that aren't inherently sinful. Tu trabajo puede ser un ídolo. Your work can be an idol. Tu trabajo no es pecado. Your work is not uh, something sinful. No vayas a llegar el lunes, mi pastor dijo que era un pecado, renuncio. You don't go to work on, on Monday and, and say my pastor said my work can be an idol, therefore I quit. Don't do that. Pero cuando tu trabajo está en el lugar de Dios y tiene toda tu atención y es el primer lugar es un ídolo. But when you put work as the, your first priority in life and, and put it above the place of God in your life, it becomes an idol. Y si es un ídolo, es pecado. And if it's an idol, then it's sinful. Tu teología o tu iglesia a veces la ponemos en el lugar que, re, que representa a Dios o que es para Dios y es un ídolo para nosotros y es pecado. Your theology or your church sometimes can become uh, something that you put in God's place instead of God himself and, and it can become an idol and can become sinful. Tu familia, tu matrimonio, tu esposa, tu esposo o el amor desenfrenado por tus hijos a veces es más grande que lo que tú deberías amar a Dios y estar Dios en primer lugar. Your family, your marriage, your spouse or, or even your children can, can become idols if you put them in a place that God should have in your life and if you prioritize them above God. Nuestro corazón les da el valor igual que a Dios o mayor que Dios. Our heart tends to give things the same or greater value than, than God. El corazón toma estas cosas que Dios nos ha dado y empezamos a adorar a estas cosas en lugar que a Dios. The heart takes these things that God has given us and we start to worship them instead of worshiping God. Toma la creación y lo pone en el lugar del Creador. It takes things from the creation and it puts them in the place of the Creator. Romanos 1.25 dice, Cambiaron la verdad acerca de Dios y rindieron culto y adoración a las cosas que Dios había creado y no a Dios el creador. Romans 1:25 said they they changed they exchanged the truth of God and they worshiped and adored things that God had created and not God not the God that created them. Lo que nos Dios ha creado para bendición de nosotros, nosotros lo hemos exaltado y hemos bajado a Dios del lugar que le corresponde. The things that God has created to be a blessing to us have have become uh, have replaced God in our hearts and become idols to us. En la historia que estudiamos, Israel creó un ídolo, creó un Dios nuevo para ellos. In the, st- uh, the story that we just studied, we saw how Israel created an idol out of out of uh, gold, that uh, something that God had given them. Y a veces escucho a personas que hablan de Dios como un Dios lleno de misericordia, pero que no es justo. I hear people talk about God and, and think of Him as, as a God who is full of mercy, but does not have justice. Un Dios lleno de amor para toda la creación y para todo el mundo, pero que no es santo. A, a God who is full of love for all creation and, and, and has mercy for everyone in the world, uh, that God is not holy. Ese es un ídolo. That's an idol. No es el Dios de la Biblia. That's not the God of the Bible. No es el Dios que estaba con Israel. That's not the God that was with the people of Israel. No es el Dios que mandó a su hijo a morir por el pecado. That's not the God who sent his son to die for sin. Dios tenía misericordia del pueblo de Israel. 
God did have mercy on the people of Israel. Pero él es justo también. But he had justice as well. Y aquellos que desobedecieron recibieron su justicia. And the people that disobeyed received that justice. Y aquellos que obedecieron también recibieron su justicia. And the people that did obey also received justice. Dios es un Dios de amor y Israel recibió su amor una y otra vez. God is a God of love and Israel received God's love time and time again. Pero también es un Dios santo. But he is also a holy God. Es un Dios celoso de su pueblo. He is a God that's jealous of his people. Celoso de su adoración. Jealous of worship. Uh, tanto en el Antiguo Testamento como en el Nuevo Testamento se nos da el mandamiento de amar a Dios con todo nuestro corazón. In the Old Testament as well as the New Testament we are commanded to love God with all our heart. Es el mismo Dios. It's the same God. Es el mismo amor. The same love. Es la misma misericordia. The same mercy. Pero es la misma justicia. It's also the same justice. Es la misma santidad. The same holiness. ¿Qué tenemos que hacer? So what do we do then? Tenemos que ser honestos con Dios. We have to be honest with ourselves. Tenemos que revisar nuestro corazón y, y, y ver si nosotros hemos creado ídolos que quitan el lugar de Dios. We have to examine our hearts and, and see if we've created idols that have taken the place of God. Pablo nos da unas palabras muy sabias en 1 Corintios 10:12. Paul gives us some wise words in 1 Corinthians 10:12. Por lo tanto, si alguno piensa que está firme, tenga cuidado de no caer. Therefore, let anyone who thinks that he stands take heed lest he fall. Tenga cuidado de no caer. Be careful that you don't fall. Cuando olvidamos nuestra redención, nos volvemos unos idólatras. When we forget about our redemption, we become idolaters. Cuando olvidamos de dónde nos sacó Jesús, de, eh, que ahora nos ha hecho uh, parte de su familia, eso es la redención. Nos volvemos unos idólatras. When we forget where Jesus has brought us out of, it makes us into idolaters. Israel olvidó quién le había dado la libertad. Israel forgot who had given them freedom. Israel olvidó quién le había sacado de la esclavitud. Israel forgot who had brought them out of slavery. Quién le había escogido para ser el pueblo especial de Dios. Who had been uh, elected to be God's chosen people. Israel olvidó la redención y perdió el rumbo completamente. Israel forgot their, their blessing and lost their way completely. Pero hay esperanza para ti para mí. But there is hope for you and me. Y esa esperanza nos la da Éxodo 34.6. And Exodus 34.6 gives us that hope. El Señor, el Señor, Dios clemente, lento para la ira y grande en amor, the Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. Ese Dios que caminó con el pueblo de Israel es el mismo Dios que puede caminar hoy contigo. That God that walked with the people of Israel, He can go with you as well. Ese Dios que mostró misericordia y amor al pueblo de Israel es el mismo Dios que hoy está presente aquí. That the God who showed mercy to the people of Israel is present here today with us. Exo dice que es clemente, que es lento para la ira y grande en amor y fidelidad. Exodus shows us how God is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. Te invito a orar conmigo.
I invite you to pray with me. Padre, te, te ruego que hoy tu Espíritu Santo se mueva en nuestros corazones. Lord, I pray that the Holy Spirit would move in our hearts today. Sé que no es fácil, Señor, el reconocer que hay ídolos en nuestras vidas. I know that it's not easy to recognize the idols in our lives sometimes. Porque en primer lugar se opone mi orgullo. Because our, our pride is, is usually in the way. Yo te ruego que doblegues nuestro orgullo, que lo quites de nuestra vida. I pray that you would break down our pride, that you would take it away from our lives. Que nos reveles que ídolo, Señor, o cualquier ídolo que esté estorbando nuestra relación contigo, Señor, que podamos dejarlo al pie de la cruz hoy mismo. That you would reveal, that you would reveal to us the idol, any idols that we have, that we would be able to bring them to the foot of the cross today, Lord. Danos el valor, Señor, para confrontarnos con nuestro pecado, Y ser libres hoy por esa sangre que fue derramada en el Calvario. Give us the courage to confront our sin and to be able to be freed through the blood that was shed on, on Calvary, Lord. Gracias por recordarnos tu santidad, Señor. Por recordarnos tu amor y tu paciencia con tu pueblo. Thank you for reminding us of your holiness, of reminding us of your love and compassion for your people. Gracias tu plan de redención, Señor. Y ayúdanos a nunca, nunca olvidar que hemos sido redimidos por ti y para ti. Thank you for your redemption plan and help us to never forget that we have been redeemed uh, by you and for you. En Cristo Jesús. In Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen.